The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now tuned in to the Roto Experts. Our number two of Roto Experts live with you here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside the Fantasy Executive, Corey Parson, Wall Street, Matt Bodica, I am Greg Sussman. How's it hanging, Corey? (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, I'm supposed to knock that one out the park, but... I'm going to do the right thing and say everything is going well this morning right there. Thank you. It was just a polite response. I would have responded well. <laughs> I need to watch what I say around both of you. No, but I feel like you knew that one was coming right there. Yeah, that's all on you. Yeah, today is um, very happy to be here. I got my seat situation worked out. Oh, it's February 1st. It's Black History Month. So it that, is. Yes, yeah, so it's good. Who are we honoring today? Today we let's do a profile today. I'll look it up. Perfect. Let's let's do a profile today on um um I was somebody I was thinking that we need to do a Black History Month profile. George on. Washington Carver. No, 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 no. I'm talking about <laughs> in the field of People. athletics. Somebody that would uh that our audience can uh relate to. Let you know what I think Matt brought up a good point yesterday. Let's do it on Frank Robinson. I think that's a very good one to do. There you go. Well, you you can do the research. Uh, yeah, I, I I'll take care of that. So we'll do that sometime before I, you finish hearing my voice on the radio today. We'll have Why a, do I have a feeling I'm not going to talk to Corey for the next hour? So. <laughs> and, then a, a, and then at 10 a.m., oh, Frank Robinson. I will have a Black History Month profile on Frank Robinson. So that'll be cool. And then maybe one day we, next week we'll do Ricky Henderson, Draymond Green. Ricky would be great because we could just talk in the third person. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'd be nice, too. Um, what about any, any Mets that we can do? Daryl Strawberry? Doc Good. Doc and Daryl. Oh, boy. Watch yeah, uh, <laughs> Oh, 30 for 30 is a nice thing. You're 30 for 30. The two Bills tonight. Belichick and Parcells. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good 30 for 30. I'm very mm-hmm. interested in that. Um, yeah, so we got, we got that on. So today. you got the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's on Sunday. That's coming up. So that'll be a lot of fun. What did you think about that stat that uh, was on Twitter yesterday? Nick Foles' career, Carson Wentz' career, like your numbers right next to each other. Right? I didn't see this stat. They were pretty much identical. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It was. Well, Carson Wentz is like better though. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> That's why I wanted to the Patriots. <laughs> Waiting that number to come I down. I saw a prop bet. I think it's over under two and a half touchdowns by Nick Foles. I wonder what the interceptions are. On Nick Oscar Foles. Gamble passed away. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. 16 wow. years old, I believe. Yes, yes, he did. Hey, Von Miller came out yesterday and said, I, I want Kirk Cousins. Get me Kirk Cousins. I don't blame him. If I was Von Miller, I'd be saying the same thing. That makes sense. Ask him I mean, if he's going to give some of his money back. That's, 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 there you go, Kirk. That's <laughs> the question, right? That's the question. That's the question. How bad do you want him? Yeah, are you, are you willing, willing to, to work? Yeah, are you willing to give some of your $100 million back? That's yeah. how, yeah, he didn't give his... Paxson Lynch is fine. <laughs> you know, I think that Paxson Lynch guy's got a future. <laughs> yeah. So, Val Miller. 
You want Kirk Cousins? Make it happen. It's on you, you buddy. There you go. It's on you. How um, deep is your love, man? When we come back, much more headlines to get to, including Eric Hosmer wants eight years, not seven. Matt Modica thinks this is egregious. We'll talk about it when we come back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844 844- 84FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. So I was trying to replace, help my fantasy team out. I picked up Tristan Thompson. He's he's very bad. <laughs> he's he, he, he's he's very bad. He's he's not. He's a Kardashian. He's a Kardashian. There you go. That's the best way to describe Tristan Thompson. By the way, Florio's like cousin Brucey this morning. Why you say that? He's playing all these old. Songs. Oh, he's playing the jams, the old kind school. Of, kind of enjoying. No, no. Lot, I, give me look. I'm a Roy Orbison guy. BGs. All right. That was very good, Florida. That was a good one. That was a good one in our ears. Eric Hosmer, your boy. He's been offered a seven year, $140 million contract from San Diego. We knew that. And we know that. Supposedly, Kansas City countered listen, you come back to us, I'll give you seven years and $147 million. We knew that too. And he's like, you know what? Let me check my watch. I'm good. What, what do you mean you're, you're good? We're giving you seven years and 140 million dollars. Nobody else is signing. No one else is signing for over 100, and we're giving you seven for 147. What 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 else do you want? To win? You give me that eighth year. I'm in. I, Eric Hosmer is currently 28 years old. You signed for seven years. You're, you're 35 years old. It's pretty well, you good. Already won a championship. Did we talk about this yesterday? About their and he's 28, but they're not giving out the guys that are getting eight, ten year deals. All the, all the Bryce Harpers, the Manny Machados, he's not at that level. Uh, what he's been offered has been more than fair, and I'm kind of curious to why. I, I don't see him getting more. I don't see somebody giving him an eighth year. If I'm going to spend $150 million, I'm going to spend that on J.D. Martinez. Sure. I, I don't disagree. I don't want to give him the years because he's older. J.D. Martinez. Yeah, no, I don't but I'll, I'll, pack, I'll pack that money into a mm-hmm. four-year contract, no problem. Totally agree. Right. But Eric Hosmer got offered the contract no one's getting offered. Like, forget eight years. You're getting seven years and $140 million. Why are you, what are you holding out for, Corey? Like, what are you holding out for? He's, it's hard to say. Maybe he wants to continue to be relevant and play for a good team. But you figure that at this stage of his career, and he's already got a championship, right? They won the World Series, right? Sure, Who'd they beat? <laughs> they beat the San Francisco Giants. 
Huh? San Francisco Giants. No, we beat the San Francisco Giants. I know. I know. I know. Florio, who who did who did Eric Hosmer's team beat to win the World Series? Give me a minute, Corey. He must have forgot. He must be busy right now. Yeah. So he already won a chip, right? So you figure go get the money now. You already got a chip. I don't know. What is he waiting for? He probably still want to play for like good, relevant teams. Uh, those are the only thing Matt's I got can a good think team. of. Ah, thank you, Florio. <laughs> good job, there, Florio. <laughs> only thing I can think of is holding out for St. Louis to get in the mix here. But I don't think St. Louis is giving him seven years. You think that's what he... Well, he, I, I think he kind of... I'm, I'm trying to get in the head. Rationalizes. Okay. He, he really likes being in Kansas City. This is where, you know, this is the franchise he came up with. He's been there for a lot of years. And St. Louis is right there. You know what I'm saying? So if he can go, then St. Louis is putting a team together to make a run. And I think he feels, you know, he has a better chance of winning with those teams. So if he can get a deal similar to that, I think maybe he's trying to get an extra year from, say, the Royals or the Padres. Right. But would be willing to maybe even settle for six years. Sure. With the Cardinals. Sure. Okay. So the last two years with Kansas City, basically the same exact year, which is good. 25 home runs both years. 98 runs scored last year, 80 the year before. 104 RBIs in 2016, 94 last year. Um, five stolen bases in 2016, six stolen bases in 2017. You look at the average, 266 in 2016, 318 in 2017. In 2017. What's the difference? Yeah, the- 301 Babbitt in 2016, 351 Babbitt and, in 2017. And he took the K, uh, the strikeout percentage down as well. And the walk rate went up a little bit, mm-hmm. too. Eric Hosmer is a guy in fantasy baseball that is always a guy you're like, what is he? He's a million Eric Hosmers. I don't really want him. He's whatever. Here's my argument for Eric Hosmer. Okay. If you're going to get, let's say, I I think he's going to hit 20 home runs. He doesn't have the home run profile, but everybody's doing it now. Sure. I don't know where he's going to end up, but I'm going to say he's going to hit at least 20. Okay. Or right around there. Maybe he does another 25 again. But it's somewhere between 280, 300. The difference is, if I'm getting a guy with 30 homers and 250 or 260, he's much more valuable. He'll chip in, you know, five to seven stolen bases. So it's not a sexy pick. It's not somebody I'm... I have him on a team. I took him. And you're like, Ugh, I should say. You know, exactly. Exactly. He, he is kind of like... Kind of like a stabilizing force. Like I said, you pointed out perfectly. He batted uh, 266 with a 300 BABIP. He batted 318 with a 350 BABIP. Yep. So I think he's more of that 280 to 300 guy. Which I agree. You know, you're getting average and nothing really sexy here, but he's going to be in the lineup where he can drive runs in. So that 90 to 100 RBIs is something that's pretty much bankable, in my opinion. So 25, 95. Say two eighty five two ninety. Yep, with you know six stolen bases. That's not bad. Where is that taken? Uh, it's like the sixth round, I would say. Okay, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, it's not the exciting, sexy pick. Obviously, not. I would much rather get Will Myers around earlier. Sure, but you know, Will Myers is kind of like my cutoff guy. I keep saying that. You, 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 you that, keep saying that. Yeah. After that, it's pretty much where do I want to go here? What does my roster need? Do I need to take the pitcher the next round? Do I do I want an outfielder that, you know, maybe he's coming off an injury or stuff like that? 
Do me a favor, Matt. This just comes from our, our draft here. Um, out of these outfielders, rank rank these four guys for me. Ready? Domingo Santana, Ryan Braun, Lorenzo Cain, so all three Brewers outfielders, and Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, Lorenzo Cain would be one. Ty! That was what I was hoping he'd say, baby! Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta like this spot for him. That's who I took in this draft. Yeah, no, Lorenzo Cain would be number one. I'm not the Santana guy. I don't know if he's still on 15 bases again. Yeah. I, I, I look at that. Maybe I cut that in half. Maybe I give him eight this year. Okay. Uh, Ryan Braun, if he plays 130 games or more, sure. would be number two. But sure. that, that's the risk there. I'm not the Santana guy. Uh, for me, it's Kane. It's Braun. I'll go Santana and McCutcheon. But I like McCutcheon. I know you do. I, I, I do. I like I like this. It's, it's old, this Giants lineup. But it's it's top heavy, and you put McCutcheon up top, you get Posey batting second, third, however they want to do it. Uh, I mean, if Hunter Pence comes back, they they got Longoria. He's not a sexy guy anymore. Neither he's old, thirty two, whatever he is. But these guys are veterans. They're going to score some runs. You know, maybe you put somebody in two, you put Posey three, however you want to work it out. But I, I do like McCutcheon. And McCutcheon hit 19 home runs on the road last year. He's going to be on the road again this year. He's going to be playing more games in, in cores as well. So uh, McCutcheon is not dead. And this Giants team, I think, is going to make a nice run. The Dodgers are still clearly the class of the NL West. But I think the Diamondbacks and Giants, that's going to be a really good battle this year. Corey, we talked about Eric Hosmer just a moment ago. His ex-teammate Lorenzo Cain, the one that goes over to Milwaukee. Um, out of the Lorenzo Cain and Ryan Braun, uh, which one would you prefer? And Andrew Boy, Andrew McCutcheon. Let's throw him out there, too. It's Black History Month. Yeah. Andrew McCutcheon. Lorenzo Cain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's going me. back home to his original team that drafted him. Hmm. Lorenzo Kane, Andrew McCutcheon, and uh, what's the other fellow name? Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun. It's also Jewish History Month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's going to happen to Santana? Where is he getting traded? That's to? why you have to. So that's why I didn't trade. include Santana with Don't Corey. Just I just, now. I just, I feel so. This is a tough call right here. I'm going to go with. I'm going to uh, agree and go with Kane. You agree with go with Kane? Yeah. Okay. That's where the smart money is at. I agree. Thank you. Appreciate that. It means a lot. All right. Lorenzo Cain in the new spot. That was why I took him in this draft. Um, in the new spot, in a team that likes to run. He's still, I don't care about his contract because it means nothing to me in fantasy. I'm signing him for a one year deal this year. That's all I care about, obviously. So I'm going to go with Lorenzo Cain as well. Um, I also probably would put Andrew McCutcheon last in that, Matt. I, I agree with you. And again, it may be ageism there too. In all honesty, I hope I hope he falls uh, further, McCutcheon. Um, I'm just looking at like the last week here, and I want to see where these guys are going. Sure. Let's see. Domingo Santana is 79th in okay. ADP. Yep. Christian Yellick is now 65th. I thought he'd go higher. Okay. I, you know, it's I, I I think as we get closer, he'll push up a little more. McCutcheon is 85th. And Braun, you get you're getting a discount on Braun. He's one sixteen. That's a huge drop. That's crazy. Compared to everybody else, very interesting. All right, when we come back here on the Roto Experts, we're going to be joined by Doctor A. 
inside injuries. A lot of questions to ask him, both football and basketball related. So stick around. Dr. Ray comes up next on Roto Experts. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. with you, Roto Experts Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Jam right here is from the Scotty Love era. <laughs> this is a Scotty Love era jam right here. Scotty Love. You think Dave Shift Scott requests this when he's uh, in the establishment? I can see that. Do you think Justin Timberlake will sing this on Sunday night? Why would, J- why would JT sing it? In Minneapolis? Uh, I can see that. But JT just stick to his jams. He should give a little tribute to Prince. I think, okay. he, I think he could sing that. I, I can see home, it. Yeah. He's in his hometown. Minneapolis is Prince. I get it. All right. I want to ask somebody else that question. Our guest at this time, it's Dr. A, Inside Injuries. Doc, do you think Justin Timberlake will sing any Prince on Sunday? I hope so. Prince is one of my favorite artists. And, you know, uh, I saw both of you guys moving really nicely, but I didn't really see Matt moving very Hey, Dr. A, let me tell you, you know who can, Dr. A, you got to see Scott dance, Dr. A. I know it looked like Scott is discombobulated, but Scott really got some moves. You know what I'm saying, Doc? I will fly personally to New York to see that personally, in per- in person. If you if you say Scott's a great dancer, I will. I, I, I can will confirm it, Doc. I was the, one of the things that shocked me the most about that man was was <laughs> his. I don't know. All that awkwardness goes away when he gets. When he Tell, gets hey, go go for it. Greg. Sweep it, Greg. It's crazy to be honest with you. Like you would never think it ever. And he talks a lot of crap about it. He can dance. Scott can not nah, for real, Doc. Can Scott he, can dance. Can he twerk? Or I, it, I don't know, Doc. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Doc, I, Scott got this day shift thing that, <laughs> that's kind of weird, but whatever. It works. <laughs> day okay. shift Scotty. Let's move on, Doc. Let's talk some injuries, my man. And, and let's talk about Kevin Love. Once again, he's broken his hand or broken his finger or something. He's out supposedly for the next six to eight weeks. What's the deal with Kevin Love? So he has a fractured fifth metacarpal, um, you know, in his left hand. Pinky. In the past, it, it, you know, uh, you know, in the past he fractured his fourth metacarpal, and uh, on the and then on the right hand in the past he fractured his third and his fourth metacarpal. So <laughs> he has a history of all of these, you know, metacarpal fractures. Um, you know, I looked at the video multiple times. Um, you know, it is a strange. It was a strange mechanism. You know, I, I don't see how. A fifth metacarpal could be fractured in that manner. I mean, I guess, I guess it can be. Uh, um, but uh, you know what? The most, co- and this was an article by Inside Injuries yesterday. I don't know if you guys caught it, but what's the mo- you know what the most common cause of a fifth metacarpal fracture is? What? 
punching a wall. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm Are not you starting anything. rumors, Doctor? <laughs> I'm not starting any rumors. I'm just giving a fact that you know, 80, 80 90 percent of fractures of the fifth metacarpal are caused by uh, it's called a boxer's fracture. It's basically um, impact of the fi- of a cl- of a clenched fist against a you know basically an immovable object, and it causes force right down the fifth digit, and it fractures you know the fifth metacarpal. I so, broke my pinky before. It was, was punching um, a wall. It was punching a wall. <laughs> and so anyway, eight weeks of recovery time. Obviously, he was high injury risk with multiple injuries this year. He's not having a good year because of these injuries. Um, you know, and it, it's going to be at least two months before he's completely recovered. When it does recover, it'll be completely healed and it'll be solid. So um, it's not a ligament tear. It's a fracture. It'll heal completely. Do you think so? You're saying so. You watch the hold on. You watch the video. You see this is weird. He, he leaves the court. You think after he leaves the court, he just like punch something? Is that what we're thinking? No, nah, they probably got into a fight in the locker the night room before. Because you know the team, <laughs> you know they hate Kevin Love. You know what I'm saying? So, so maybe okay. So maybe that was it. So maybe before the game, he punched something, and then during the game, he just you know maybe no. I think what happened was like they was getting on him again, like they always do. Right? Like they been blaming him for everything since he got there. Well, to be fair, he's a history month. Then he <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, Greg. So then he, a, sta- yeah. he started crying in the locker room, and he was swinging, and then he hit the wall. Well, <laughs> I'm going to leave finger. it up to you guys to speculate. I can only give you guys the facts of how I see them. So right. very good. <laughs> Uh, definitely. I can see it happening, uh, especially with that, that team is in disarray right now. Doc, another big injury in the NBA. My man, John Wall, uh, goes down with this, uh, with this knee injury. What's up with John Wall? So, yeah, um, the good news is it's not an ACL or any type of ligament or meniscal injury. Uh, you know, over when you have a lot of wear and tear, some, some players develop uh, small pieces of cartilage that break off into the joint space and then start to form loose bodies over time, and it's just like wear and tear thing. Every now and then they'll need an arthroscopic surgery to clean up those loose bodies because they can cause, you know, obviously pain, but also limited motion of that joint. And so, um, you know, and he did – this is not the first time he's had this. He had two knee surgeries in May of 2016 – um, pretty much for the same thing, one for calcium deposits and one for loose bodies on his right knee. So this is something that he undergoes probably on, on a yearly basis. Unfortunately, um, the more times you do this, uh, the, the, you know, the, the frequency that you do it in it starts to increase, and that starts to you know, keep him off the court. Um, and, then, you know, and so this is something that's going to be recurring for him for a long period of time. Um, this oper- it's an eight-week recovery time. It's not like it's a 12 or 16-week for any other type of knee surgery. Uh, uh, and so he was high injury risk before. He's been pretty banged up this year. When he's been on the court, he's been very, very good. He's been able to overcome some of the pain. But it just got to a point where he couldn't uh, you know, be at peak performance at all. And so he needed this type of surgery. So it's about an eight-week optimal recovery time after this. It always seems so nice in Atlanta, man. Like, <laughs> it, this, it, does. it literally the always looks so really nice. Yeah. Really bright down out there. Them. My wife just flew out of Atlanta this morning. It's beautiful, well, beautiful, beautiful skies there. <laughs> well, I would take, I would take uh, three months worth of rain. So if the national championship outcome were different. Hey, Doc, let's go to football real quick. Uh, Blake Bortles had wrist surgery, and that contract is guaranteed due to uh, health reasons. So, other is he 
He's not going to pass a physical by March 5th. The Jags are going to be on the hook, we're assuming, for that $19 million. Yeah, yeah. This is an 18-week recovery wow. time. Um, you know, this is good. a great four. <laughs> A great, a great four wrist injury. Um, this is, um, you know, he had a ligament tear, causes instability of the wrist, uh, and you know, and this is his throwing, and this is his throwing wrist. This is something. This is his. This is where you make all the money from. You know, your hand, your wrist, your throwing arm. Um, they will not bring this back quickly. He, this will, you know, these types of injuries, the ligament injuries, have to heal completely. Then you have to take rehab slowly, and then he'll start to throw again. I mean. Um, you know, you see what the issue is on Andrew Luck's side when you try to come back too early and you sort of, you know, put yourself back on a throwing shoulder for a quarterback. And so this is a throwing wrist, just as the same type of finesse, 18 weeks, um, you know, so do not expect him, obviously, to pass the physical in May. And, you know, he probably will miss training camp. Uh, and, you know, he'll sometime in, you know, I would say um, August, September, it's probably a good time for him to come back. Well, we're looking at eight, we're looking at eighteen weeks. That's close to five months. He just had he just had surgery. Five months is optimal recovery time. That means he's by June he should be okay. Training camp starts in you know late July, early August. I think he'll be okay for training camp and be good but, to go in September. Yeah, but just remember, um, this is the re- recovery time for the injury. You know, there's still probably about two to six weeks of depending upon you know uh, his rehab and, and in terms of being prepped. You know, to throw again, uh, they're going to take that very, very slowly. And if they don't, again, they'll they'll be putting him in risk for a, uh, in risk for a setback to his wrist. I don't really think they care. To be honest, with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they care about that nineteen million. I agree. Now they're, now they're on the hook for it. Like Corey said it. he got him good. Okay, uh, Doc, I do have another question uh, for you on the football field, uh, and that comes in the form of Chris Thompson. Now that uh, Alex Smith is a new quarterback in Washington, his favorite receiver, we're all assuming, is going to be Chris Thompson. He's a beaten-up young man uh, who was lost for the year uh, early. How is Chris Thompson's recovery going? Yeah, so the good news is is that it was a fibular fracture. It's not a tibia fracture. So, um, first of all, the, these fractures will heal. If it's just a fracture, they will heal. Um, but, uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm hearing and what our algorithm is picking up is the fact that there's probably ligament injury and tears that have to heal, and they take a lot longer because the blood supply to, the, to where the fibula attaches to the tibia is you know it takes a long time for that type of uh, healing to occur. So we have a you know we have a 30-week optimal recovery time. So he was injured in week 11, and, and so you can do the math. And so uh, you know it's about it's about a seven-month, seven to eight-month recovery. Um, but uh, he should be sometime he should be ready sometime uh, in week three or week four of the new season. But I would be very surprised. If he's ready for training camp and if he's ready for uh, you know the first game of the season, that's wild. Yeah. Not, not ready for for week one. That's a, that's a big story. It's a big news. That's what we're predicting. Like. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's well, he was beat up. I mean, he had a bad injury. Well, it could have been worse. Yeah. Doctor was doc, doctor. I was saying. that was yeah. a crazy play. Just, yeah, it looked like Kirk Cousins knocked, like, knocked out forever. And yeah, then, you know. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it was. Yep, yep. Uh, Doc, we appreciate the time. Uh, as always, there's a lot of players we didn't even get to today. You know what? Hold on. Doc, can you, can you stick around for a little while? We have a lot of players yeah. to talk about. All right, we have a lot of basketball players, and it's basketball season. I, I got a lot here. And I want to. No, I know. No, no, listen, this is good. 
Yeah, I got to fucking talk about it because there's a lot of players on my fantasy team that are hurt, and I need to hear about it uh, in regards to Eric Gordon. We know that Darren Sproles wants to come back for another year, and I want to see how his recovery is. Sproles too old. We'll see what Dr. A has to say about that. Chris Paul as well, Kyrie Kyrie Irving. Eric Bledsoe and more. Uh, Dr. Inside Injuries is going to stick around with us for a little while longer because we got through like not even half the players. So it seems like worth talking to Doc about again. I'm down with it. All right. Fantastic. Great. Cool. All right. Uh, also coming up later on in the show, we'll go over the NBA from last night. C.J. McCollum, he put up a 50 spot in Jordan three quarters. Uh, Clay Thompson went off too. NBA DFS preview. A lot more baseball to come with Matt. Jenmar! He's back. We got a lot to talk about. A couple hours left. It's Roto Experts Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. going on injury wise so we wanted to uh, keep Dr. A on the line uh, to chat about that so Doc thanks for hanging out sure no problem awesome so let's get back we to the didn't NBA. know if Doc was busy or not I, I asked he said he sure. got on the scrubs he does have on the scrubs he that. might have to do an operation on somebody well, today why don't you ask him Dr. Dr. A do you have to operate on an athlete today no I do not okay <laughs> but you know the scrubs the scrubs are so nice and comfortable in the morning, and you know, and because I'm I'm trying to shamelessly, uh, you know, plug my uh, our company, you know. So okay, there uh, it is. Inside injuries. Look, look at that. Inside injuries. <laughs> Doctor A's name on it. Why is the camera on me? Put it on Doctor A. I'm trying to describe what he's wearing. I want an inside injury scrub outfit. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Fantasy executive walking around his park. <laughs> Doc, hook it up, Doc. I want to be. I'll wear. I'll rock it for you, Doc, and then get you some. And then we'll get the name out there. So we uh, gonna set that up. I want an inside injury scrub. What else do you want, from Doc? You want you want to take us to the George Dome too? No, I'm good. I just want an inside injuries. Oh, scrub outfit. I want to see Corey walk into the store. <laughs> yeah, I want to put the scrubs on. <laughs> Have you ever worn scrubs in your life? Huh? Have you ever worn scrubs in your life? No. <laughs> this is a good time to start. Why not? <laughs> Why not now? Why not now? Doc, backcourt teammates in Houston, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, they are both hurt. Chris Paul missed the last couple of games. Eric Gordon uh, left the last game early uh, in route of James Harden putting up 60 in a triple-double. What's the status of both Chris Paul and Eric Gordon? So, you know, Eric Gordon, uh, we're listing as a grade one back injury, uh, which means that there's a potential of a minor disc bulge with some paraspinal muscle strain. Um, the optimal recovery time here is three weeks. Um, and so it's questionable for Thursday's game. I don't think he'll play. 
back injuries, you know, for these big guys in uh, the NBA are, uh, you know, they, they are a little bit sensitive. So the likelihood of him being out between two and three weeks is, is very, is very likely in, in our opinion. And he was elevated injury risk uh, before this. Um, and then Chris Paul, you know, it's a, it's a sore right groin uh, injury. It's not even a grade one. It's a soft tissue. Obviously um, with his uh, years in the league, I think they're going to take it sort of day by day it's, and sort of slow. It's a typically one week recovery time. So, um, you know, there's a good chance that he could play in the next game. Um, if it's less than seven days, I do not know when their next game is, but it's probably a seven, it's probably between five to seven days of recovery and he should be good. However, we've listed, uh, uh, Chris has uh, high injury risk the whole season, um, and these types of ticky tack injuries start to develop, um, and you know it, it, that really impacts the ability of the durability throughout the whole season. So, all right, so there you, there you go. That's Chris Paul and Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, the more serious injury, um, could come out a couple of weeks, which is frustrating. Um, and then Chris Paul, it's about game management. This this doesn't matter. You want him healthy for May and June. The same goes for Eric Gordon. That's the important thing, Corey. Yeah, no doubt about that. Doc, what's up with Kyrie? So, uh, you know, quad contusion, it's, it's a grade one. And so that means that there's a mild, there's a mild strain. Um, there's no, there's no, uh, uh, what, what we call a hematoma or muscle tear or anything like that. You know, these are lower extremity, lower body injuries. And so, um, you know, they will take him, you know, because he's a point guard, uh, he relies so much on these quad muscles in terms of his explosive force to the basket. And so, um, he, they will take this very sensitively, and you know, for a point guard in the NBA, our grade one optimal recovery time is three weeks. So, you know, he will. Don't expect him to play. You know, um, you know, he's not going to play Wednesday night. Uh, I don't think he'll play in the next couple of games, and so I, I would, I would expect that he would be back between two and three weeks. All right, two or three weeks for Kyrie. We guys saw Terry Rozier get hit the first start of his career last night for Boston uh, against the Knicks. Uh, he looked very, very good. Um, we'll see if Kyrie comes back sooner. Again, Boston also in position, much like Houston. They're playing for May and June, right? Like, they're not playing for the now. We'll see. If Kyrie stays out um, for a significant period of time, like Dr. A said, or he kind of tries to come back sooner, Matt. Yeah, no, that's going to – look, Boston right now is the class. So Certainly. I think they can take their time here. With, we just hit February. we got the All-Star yeah. coming up. And, and, guys, I would say that just think about there's so many games in the NBA um, and, you know, getting ready for the playoffs – in uh, in the NBA is totally different mindset and planning compared to the NFL, and so there's a lot more player management with injuries, uh, and our algorithm reflects that. And so, um, you know, three weeks is you know, I would I would recommend not Chris Paul not coming back for another two at least two weeks. So wow. the, the, it's very the, the you know the the game planning for May and June is is starting now, right? Because right. the durability of the season starts you know it starts to become quite Questionable for your key athletes uh, right around this time. So really, this is a really critical time to manage these injuries a little bit more sensitively than you have in the beginning of the season. Okay. So and uh, <clears throat> Doc, when Eric Bledsoe, this ankle injury, is it just a couple of day thing or is this a little bit more serious? 
Yeah, so this is not a soft tissue. We've listed it as a grade one injury, um, and so there is a mild uh, ankle sprain, uh, and especially for basketball players who can go up for a rebound, land on someone's foot, and easily. It's like one of the most common injuries in the NBA. And so with that risk um, and the fact that it's a grade one, this is a three-week recovery time. Uh, He could probably come back in two. But the okay. extra week again is extra healing. But yeah, it's it's at least a two to three week recovery time here. Yeah, that's frustrating too for a Milwaukee team that's finally making a push uh, in the right direction. Uh, one more basketball question for you, Doc, before uh, we get to a final football one. And that's with Aaron Gordon. What's going on with him down in Orlando? Um, yeah, and so Aaron Gordon, a grade one hip injury. Um, and, you know, the, the whole the whole issue with big guys and hips, uh, you know, um, it, it, it they're very very tricky to manage uh, because you know because of their size and so he and he felt awkward awkwardly on his left hip on Saturday night it didn't and he didn't play Tuesday it's a three week recovery time for a grade one hip injury for, for forward in the NBA all right so Aaron Gordon there you go Matt yeah no uh, we're gonna go to football doc old man Darren Sproles wants to come back he yeah I, I figured that was the swan song but you know I I, I assume he doesn't want to go out that way right I go totally, on your own terms I totally get that what's your diagnosis on him okay so he's had two big injuries he had a yeah. fracture of his arm. And then he also had a grade four knee injury, which is a torn ACL, basically. He's a week away from completely healing from that arm fracture. However, the grade four and the torn ACL, um, he's still he's still 20. um, I'm sorry. He's still nine to 12 weeks away from a complete recovery from that ACL. However, it's still even after he's recovered from these injuries, he's at a he'll be always at a 31 to 32 percent injury risk, which is high even with the recovery of all these injuries. And so you got a guy that's going to start training camp at a high injury risk and a poor health performance factor. And these guys, according to our statistics and what we have published, they literally play less than three games, three to four games for the whole NFL season. So just stating that fact alone, um, can someone get use out of him for four games? And the fact that he's going to be another year older. Yeah. Yeah. So – that's your answer right there. Another year older, another year slower. Darren Sproles, what he specializes in, you know, probably not exactly going to be very good at next year. But if the Eagles win, he'll get a ring. But if the Eagles win, he gets a ring. <laughs> also, speaking of people getting rings, Jimmy Garoppolo gets a ring too. Yep. Jimmy G, you get another mm-hmm. ring, which is, which is pretty wild. Uh, will you check out the 30 for 30 tonight, Doc, uh, with Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick? Is that something on your radar? Oh. It's not, but now that you've told me, I'm very intrigued. <laughs> um, I will say this. I just read this quote earlier that Bill Belichick, they do it in the Giants locker room because that was, when they la- it was one of the times they worked together uh, with the Giants. And Bill Belichick looks at the Super Bowl trophies and goes, oh, man, those are the two we got for them. And those are the two that I gave to them when the Patriots lost to the Giants. Pretty cool. I'm excited for that. I'm also <laughs> always excited to talk to you. Doc, wait a minute. I just realized you're gone next week again. Yes, yes. I'm at a conference. I cannot, unfortunately, be on air with you guys, but uh, but I'll be full force back the week after that. He's on a conference. This is European vacations. We're calling conferences now. The guy who goes on European vacations is right. calling out Dr. Ray? Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I, I go to conferences, Matt. I don't go on, on, on vacations. Dr. Ray, inside injuries. Thank you so much for hanging out. All right, boys. Good Take to care, talk Doc. to you this morning. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, whatever. I, Whatever, man. Leave me, leave me alone there. Hey, look, I'll, 
Whatever. You got some months to prep. Yeah, you know. You got a little prep work going ahead. I do. I, I, I do. Uh, I have a couple months uh, worth of prep. It's interesting. We talk about Philly. Uh, we talk about Darren Sproles, who wants to come back. Uh, John Filippo, who we keep hearing about. There's a lot of offensive coordinator vacancies still available. I have a feeling somebody already has given him the job. He can't accept it until after the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, he'll wind up somewhere. Yeah, you know, maybe even the Rams. I don't think the Rams, because he can't... Cause it doesn't make sense for him, right? Because he wants to go somewhere he can call plays and be the guy so he can ultimately get the head coaching job. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I mean, then Arizona, we got to be thinking, would be probably... No, they hired, Matt, they hired Mike McCoy. Oh, that's right. They got McCoy. So, so we can see... I guess we can see him so in... Let's, let's mi- give me an opening, then. Giants? Yeah. No, no, Pat Sherman's going to call plays. Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota's a possibility. Minnesota would be a possibility. Uh, that that I could see. Yeah, I see that they would... McVay, I, I know they didn't elevate anybody to the offensive coordinator. Right. They give, you know. there's, a, there's a run game coordinator. There's a pass game coordinator. I just get a little worried when you take too much on and, and you right. know, you, you, your boy just left. But, yeah, I, I think Minnesota. I, I want to see who Minnesota gets as their uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Well, I want to see if they promote from within. Well, as their quarterback, too. Oh, that's that's also extremely important. Uh, they can, they can certainly promote from within. Um, Kevin Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski uh, rumors about him being the offensive coordinator or the Giants' offensive coordinator uh, have it out there. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think the Vikings probably make the most sense. We'll see. We'll see what the, we'll see what the Eagles and, and and Vikings wind up doing there. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. Um, a lot more football news to come. I, we have to do basketball next hour. Uh, we've got Justin Verlander on the table for like a week now, so we got a lot to get to. Roto Experts rolls on right after this. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. You know, for Black History Month, you can could, you could honor Hugh. Oh, yeah, Hugh Jackson. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Well, you, you have it 28 days, so. Yeah, we, at some point we'll get to Hugh Jackson. Too bad we can do it. We should have done that January 31st. Hugh Jackson's for, like, leap year. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Matt. That was very, very good. Um, a couple of football notes here for you before we move on. A lot of baseball and basketball coming with you uh, for hour number three, uh, which is just moments away. Buffalo Bills will not be interested in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, this is not surprising. Uh, well, not surprising is it annoying. It's it's annoying what they did. I mean, I got to judge this front office on what gets done in this draft and how this team is set up heading into 2018. It was actually what it kind of seemed like last year. I'm still upset over the Sammy Watkinson that could have franchised him this year. That could have been an option. I'm, I'm baffled by that. I mean, you, you went out and you kind of were forced to make a trade and you got a Kelvin Benjamin and, what, we gave it the third and seventh. So that I, I'm, I'm annoyed, but I'm going to give them the opportunity in this draft. They have multiple picks. I don't see them trading up. I would like to, but I don't. 
Okay. So I don't know who the hell the quarterback's going to be. Okay. So it's all going to rely on that. Larry Fitzgerald Sr., Corey, says that his son will only play for the Cardinals if he comes back. There's no chance he'll go anywhere else, but we've seen the last of Larry Fitzgerald wearing number 11 if it's not with Arizona. Yeah, and, I, and at this point in Larry Fitzgerald's career, I understand the situation with the quarterback is bleak, but he's probably so comfortable in what he's got going on right now. Why play football if it's not Arizona? So, um, Mr. Mr. Fitzgerald Sr. knows what he's talking about. Yeah, it is, it is his son. He's one of those rare breeds now in sports, like, you know, from beginning to end of the career. Very, franchise. very, very, very few. Very, very few um, play, uh, players in any sport really get the opportunity to do that. Uh, and Larry Fitzgerald certainly has the opportunity. Uh, we'll see if he wants to come back. We'll see if he wants to do that. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to see a good quarterback. Walk, oh, well, if Kirk Cousins walked in the door, he'd be there for no problem. Kirk Cousins is not going to be there. Kirk Cousins is going to be a Jet. Probably so. Probably so. Also in the NFL, speaking of Arizona Cardinals, Adrian Peterson uh, will not be back by the Cardinals. He's going to be cut. Yeah, that's to be expected. He was just a filler. He was, you know, he filled in and he got... Filled his role. Yeah, he had a couple of good weeks. Filled where, his role. You know, he made yeah. fantasy owners happy. Sure. Other disappointing weeks. <laughs> but, you know, you knew that. Jerron Brown could get a, a contract that would be relatively nice. Not in Arizona. That would be good for him. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So you want to say about that? I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't fool with only one worth talking about is Larry Fitzgerald, and yeah. the rest of them are nothing. Former Patriots Super Bowl hero Malcolm <clears throat> Butler is going to be a free agent, and he wants to stay with the Patriots. Although he wants to go to New Orleans, and who really knows what Malcolm Butler wants? He wants money. That's the answer. Yeah, no, he, he definitely wants money, and the Patriots are known for moving on at this point, and you know that's one of the things they've been successful at doing. Not like some teams will win the when they win the chip, they go you know they reward everybody and everybody gets paid when you know it's hard to cut that cord, but sometimes you got to do it. I'm not saying he has, but just just the money involved. You said Malcolm Butler is a Patriots Super Bowl hero. He certainly is. Yes. What what what, what happened? He caught an interception on the goal line. To oh, win the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. My bad. I forgot. <clears throat> no, no problem. Thank you for reminding me. You know, you do know Scott's not at this table. Right? <laughs> I know, but I know he's listening. Fantasy execs coming this So that's so that's, so that's Malcolm Butler and Eric Hosmer. Okay, very good. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Ah, good. Um, Mike Gillisley uh, is not expected to play on Sunday but he hasn't played in a month so <laughs> why play there. Sunday yeah. and Carlos Hyde is expected to depart from San Francisco you want to see him go to a, if a shotgun offense that would be very very good for him. that's where his numbers are really shot fair enough we take a break when we come back it's MLB and NBA the rest of the way Roto Experts Fantasy Sports Radio Network Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 